Blog Talk Radio. Celebration time, come on. It's a celebration. You just tuned in to One Hour Power here on Block Talk Radio. I am your host, Minister Elaine Jackson, and we are coming live to you from the Deep South. We are celebrating today 11 years of doing ministry, and we are so thankful for you and all of you who decided today to come and be a part of our anniversary service today. We want to just welcome you to the service today. All our new listeners, we want to encourage you to follow us here on Block Talk Radio, and you can follow us on our various social media platforms. All you have to do is just Google Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry, and you should be able to follow us on our various platforms. This is truly a day that the Lord has made, and we ought to all rejoice and be glad in it because he is so worthy of all of our praises. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, treat them, hit them up on Facebook, and let them know that we're on the air live. Amen. You can go ahead and do it right now. Amen. The service is just getting started. Amen. It is a celebration. It is a celebration, and we are so glad that you are here with us to celebrate our 11th anniversary service. And we just thank God for Apostle Prophet Javon Rod and Pastor Joseph Rao. Amen. I'm on their leadership without walls worldwide ministries. Amen. Without them, it would not be a voice of truth. And I just thank God for them, and I love them. And I say, Pastor and Apostle, I love you guys. And I thank God for you every day because I know I would not be where I am today in ministry and every other area of my life. And I thank God for giving you guys to me as my leaders. Amen to God be the glory. If you need prayer at this time, I'm going to open up the prayer line. You can press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer. We ask that you do not give your name, just your location and your prayer request. So the line is now open for prayer if you need prayer. Amen. If you need prayer, just press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer. Amen. To God be all the glory. We ask you not to give your name because what's the truth? It's a worldwide ministry, and people listen from all around the world to this minister, and we don't want to put your business on front street. Amen. So we want to encourage you to do that. Amen. If you need prayer, this time you can press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer. I just thank God. I just thank God for each and every day, and I thank God just for all of you and all of you that follow, all of you that support this ministry all of you that support this ministry financially, we want to thank you for doing that because we know that you could be in other places doing other things, and we just thank God for you. And we pray that God will bless you richly and give you a special blessing. Amen. To God be all of the glory. So look for it because it is in Jesus' name. Amen. I don't see nobody with the hand raised. So I'm going to go ahead and open us up in general prayer. All the saints and angels, they bow before your throne. All the elders cast their crown before the Lamb of God and sing, you're worthy of it all. You're worthy of it all. For from you are all things, and to you are all things. You deserve the glory. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you all praise and all glory, O God. 
Father, we know that you're worthy of all of our praises, O oh God. You deserve the glory, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. O oh Father God, as we come, we come just as humble as we know how, O oh God. We thank you, Father. For this day, we thank you for 11 years of ministry. Father, we thank you, Father God, for your love and grace and mercy towards each and every one of us, oh God. We thank you, Father God, and we ask you to bless every listener right now, Lord. What a special blessing, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, we ask you to meet the needs of every household under the sound of my voice even now, oh Father. We pray that you will comfort those who are in mourning, oh God. Those who are going through, oh God, whatever they're going through, oh God, I pray right now, Father, that they will not give up in the midst of it, oh God, because you are in the midst of them, oh God, and whatever it is, oh God, you got power and authority over all things. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to to comfort those that are mourning on every side, even now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, oh God. There's nothing too hard for you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we ask you right now, God, to move by your spirit for those people, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you to heal them where they need healing, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, don't let us give up. Don't let us stop. Keep it moving, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Moving in faith, doing your work, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. O oh God, we thank you right now, God. We exalt your name, O oh High, for thou art worthy, O oh God, of all our praise and all of our glory, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, O oh God. O oh God, we ask you to bless every house, every marriage, every ministry, every family, O oh God. Every husband, every wife, all of the children, keep them covered under the blood of Jesus. Protect them from all dangers, seen and unseen, O God, in the name of Jesus. For thou art our shepherd, O God, and because you are our shepherd, we shall not want for any good thing. O God, we ask you right now to send forth what they need in Jesus' name. O God, let them not be fearful and let not their heart be troubled, I pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, it is so, and it is done in Jesus' mighty name. He's worthy of it all. Amen. He is so worthy. He is so worthy. He is so worthy. What a mighty God that we serve. The message today will come from Luke, the 22nd chapter. Luke, the 22nd chapter. I want to encourage you in your own devotional time to go back and read the entirety of the chapter. And I'm going to begin reading at verse number 24, and I am in the book of Luke, the 22nd chapter, and the word of God reads, And there was also a strife among them, which of them should be accounted the greatest. And he said unto them, The king of the Gentile exercised lordship over them. And they that exercise authority upon them are called benefactors. But ye shall not be so. But he that is greatest among you, let him be as the younger. And he that is chief as he that does serve. For whether is greater, he that sitteth at meat or he that serveth, is not he that sitteth at me, but I am among you as he that serves. Ye are they which have continued with me in my temptation. And I appointed unto you a kingdom as my father have appointed unto me, that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on the throne, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Amen. May God add a reading to the readers and the doers of his holy word. Amen. The title of our message today is, Who is the Greatest? Who is the Greatest? Here, Jesus was uh, with the disciples who he loved, who he had chosen, the ones that he had trained. Uh, Jesus here was uh, getting ready to uh, go to the cross, and they were doing the, the Last Supper or the communion. And so the, the disciples here wanted to know or kind of got a little 
argument going on about who would be the greatest, who would sit on his right hand, who would sit on the left hand. And Jesus, you know, Jesus had to remind them of what he had taught them, you know, um, that they are servants. And the, the least among us are people that serve. Who is the greatest? You know, a lot of times we hear and I heard people say, I am the greatest. But I want you to know that Jesus is the greatest of all servants. He is the greatest. And so when we look at the the word of God and as they were trying to um, argue, and I guess you say it's a little jealousy there. You know, it's a lot of times in ministry sometimes you'll have that some will think they're better than others. Some will think they're greater than others. Some feel like they don't have to do this or they don't have to do that. I remember when I first came in ministry, Years ago, and I was in this church, as I always give my testimony, God sent me to a lot of churches. And I was in this particular church, and God had just called me to ministry, and I knew nothing of ministry. So when I got there, guess what they gave me? They gave me the vacuum cleaner, and I had to clean the bathroom. And so uh, I wasn't too great. I wasn't all that in a bag of chips that I couldn't serve. And see, that's why Jesus told him, he said, I'm among y'all. At that time, Jesus was among them in the flesh, and he was um, he was doing the work of ministry. And he reminded them, he said, I'm among you who serve. So we have to serve. Who is the greatest? Those that serve. Those that serve God. Those that serve others according to the word of God. We are not supposed to self-serve. We are supposed to serve God. We are supposed to serve those in the body of Christ we're supposed to serve. And so there's no reason to be jealous in the body of Christ because all of us have a gift that God has given us. Now, all of us may not work within a particular office, and what I mean by office, operating as a prophet, operating as a apostle, operating as a vendor, operating as a pastor, you have to be chosen and called to be in those offices to operate. But all of us are called to serve. So we have to serve. If you want to be great, the word of God tells you, go back and read it and look it up. It'll tell you, if you want to be great, you're going to have to serve. You gotta have to learn learn yourself down to servership. You gotta learn how to serve. And Jesus was the greatest of all servers. He was the greatest of all. When he came into the world, he came down forty two generations for our sins. He served. He he not only served in his ministry, Jesus served. He brought forth healing deliverance. He set people free. He raised the dead. He died upon the cross. He gave them himself. He served. So if we're going to be great in the kingdom of God, then we got to serve. You can't be a leader if you're not willing to serve. I have to have a servant heart. In other words, I got to serve, and I got to serve according to what God has taught me or Jesus had taught me in the word of God because he was getting them ready for ministry and he was getting them ready and he was he had already set an example for the disciples of his day and time and for us today to follow as leaders and to serve as leaders, serving leaders to lead the people in the way of the Lord. We are to serve. He said, follow me. So we ought today ought to be following Jesus. And if we think that we're greater than we are, we're not. The Bible said we're no greater. No man is greater than the leader. So we have to follow the ways of Jesus. You know, the, the Bible tells us, and it talks about a lot about serving. If you go back and read the word of God, it talks about serving. Jesus showed them in many ways that he loved them. He cared for them by serving them. He washed their feet. He did many things to show them that he loved them, that he was a servant. He said, I didn't come to be ministered to. 
He said, but I came to minister. In other words, I didn't come to be served, but I come to serve. So when we're doing ministry, we ought to be serving because Jesus was a servant, and he was the son of God. And he came that we, uh, too, can be served and that we can receive the word of God. So that when we are teaching as leaders and, 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 and officers and working in the ministry, that we can teach the people the way of God and that sinners, that they can be converted unto the Lord by how we serve and how we do the work of God. When we are, when, when we are serving God, we are in his service. We ought not to be looked to be served, but many of us, we want to be served. Because of whatever title we got on our name. And how many of you know, as Pastor would say, how many of you know, ain't no titles in ministry. You operate in an office. So let's get it right. We, if we want to be great in ministry, we have got to be willing to serve. We got to be willing to serve those in need. We got to be willing to serve the widows. We got to be willing to serve the orphanage. We got to be willing to serve. Because Jesus gave him, he said, look, and we're going to pray for him. He said, look, y'all, okay, y'all fussing on who's who, who going to be the greatest. He said, well, who is the greatest? It's the one sitting at the table that's about to be served a meal. You know how when you go out and people serve you, uh, serve you, he's saying to them, or, or is that person the greatest, the one that's sitting there waiting to be served? Or it's the person that is serving the greater. Well, he's saying unto us, the one that is serving the other is the greatest. You 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 got to humble yourself. You got to you got to live according to the word of God. You got to humble yourself down and be a servant of the living God. If we're going to serve him, we got to serve him in honor and integrity. And I know in the world, you know, that's why he gave us that example of the world and how the world has power and, and authority over their people, how they do their people in, in the world. But he said that ain't so in the kingdom. Kingdom of God, we should not be doing what the world is doing. In the world, they're doing many things, and they're doing many things in the church house, but we ought not to be doing it in the kingdom of God. How can we say we got a church of deliverance? Ain't no deliverance going on. We, we say we got a church, and, 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 and we got healing and deliverance and all this, and ain't nothing going on. We got to get it right. If we're going to serve him, we got to serve him with a whole heart. And we have to serve him at all times. We said we want to be great. If we're going to be great, we're going to be a servant. And we're going to have to serve the Lord, knowing that we are in his service and serving him. Who is the greatest? Jesus. Jesus is the greatest servant of all. He's the greatest. But when we are called to serve Jesus, we got to serve as he served. You know, you ain't always got to go into the front. You know, the Bible tells us we ought to go to the back of the church and let them invite us up to the front. Not for us to go up to the front and go in somebody's pulpit and we ain't got no authority to be in their pulpit. We don't always have to preach all the time. Who can we serve? Can we serve? Can we serve? Can we bring honor to God in our service? Because I don't know about you, but I want him to say to me, well done, my good and faithful servant. I remember <laughs> we had our ordination service. And so I was I was ordained as a minister. That was my choice. Apostle said, what do you want to be ordained? I said, a minister, because I'm just a servant. So, you know, in, in, in the street committee said, oh, she wasn't a dame as nothing. She's just a dame as a, uh, as a minister. But they don't understand what the real men are, a minister is. But you know what? It don't even matter to me because I know who I am in God. And so as a servant of God, 
I want to do the work to glorify God, not man. And so when we serve, we ought to serve to glorify him. He is the greatest. He's the greatest among us. What we do, we do because of him. You know, when, we, when we're serving him, we, we got to serve him with obedience. We got to serve him in all that we do as he, Jesus served the people. It was when Jesus was doing the work of ministry, he said unto them, I'm going about my business. I'm going about doing the Father's business. While they were worrying about meat and different things, so they said, well, somebody brought us some food? You can go look it up. He said, well, you, you. he said, no, he wasn't talking about that. He was saying, I'm doing the work of my Father, which in heaven. So when we serve God, we got to do his will, not our will. We can't have no will of our own. We got to serve him. If we expect to be great in the sight of God, then we got to serve him and only him. We can't serve no other God. That's why he said, I am among you as he that serves. Now, Jesus said this. Now, it's in the red. He said, I am among you as he that serves. So how do you serve? How do you serve God? What what you doing? Are you serving yourself? Are you self-serving? Are you selfish? What what, what you doing? We got to get it right. Jesus is the greatest servant of all. And we have to follow his example of how to be a leader in the ministry and how to serve. And if you're not in that uh, leadership role, we ought to be still serving as he served today. It should be no different in the church as it was back in the day of Jesus. If it is truly a church of the living God, there should be service. That's why he said, I, 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 didn't, I didn't come to do all that. I come for those who were sick and needed a doctor. come for those that I'm paying for, those that needed healing, those that needed deliverance. I come to serve them. Who are you serving? Your soul and no more? Are you serving your money in the bank? Who are you serving? Because sometimes, and it is what it is, we get a little money, we feel like we're great. We forgot that the God that gave us the money that we have. We forget about the God that gave us the house and the car, the husband, the man, the children, all of that. Whatever you feel that makes you greater and better than somebody else. God don't show no respect to person. Who 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 is the greatest? Who is the greatest in your life? Jesus is the greatest in mine. So who is the greatest in your life? And, you know, we, we hear we hear a lot of famous people say, oh, I'm the greatest. But Jesus is the greatest in my life. What about your life? Is he great to you? Is he, he, is he great to you? You know, you have to be called, chosen, and sent, and to service in, in, in the ministry. You can't just walk out and do what Jesus do that's what they say. But we got to get it right. Because the Bible says whoever will be first among you must be a servant of all. In other words, I gotta be the least. But I gotta serve. I got to serve I got to serve as Christ served. I I got to do what God has called me to do. It's all about serving God and his people, serving his church, not a building, but the people of God serving. And we got to serve him in all that we do. Let us serve him in every way that honors him. Let us render our services unto God as a servant. We are servants of God, and we have to serve him. I don't have to have great on my name, and I don't have to have none of that other stuff on my name. So that don't make me who I am in God. 
God is wanting us to serve. So when I serve as a servant, I don't think that I'm better than somebody else. I don't think that I got this and I got that and they ain't got this and I ain't got that. God is not all about that. He is about that soul. He's about us doing the work that he has called us to do. We got to get it right. Jesus came to serve us. Yet some of us, we do not serve him nor do the work that we have promised him that we would do when we said yes to the Lord. We don't broke the problem. We ain't serving him. We're serving ourselves. We're serving our pocketbook. As the apostle was talking the other day, some of us pickpocketing in the church. We got to serve in ourselves. We got to stop doing it. We need to honor God in serving him by paying our tithes and offering in the church because that's a part of serving too. We got to serve. We got to serve by obedience. We got to serve by leadership. We got to serve by obeying the leaders that God has given unto us. We got to learn how to serve. And think that we're greater than somebody else. Jesus is the greatest of all servants. And we are supposed to be like him on the earth when we're doing the work of ministry. We're supposed to serve him. Off around, we got to be able to sacrifice as he sacrificed. It takes self-sacrifice to serve in the ministry. Now, if you want to be great now, you say you're great now, you're going to have to lower yourself down and be humble. You have to get off that high horse, and you're going to have to lower yourself down to a servant. If Jesus Christ, the Son of God, washed the feet of the feet of his disciples, then we got to humble down ourselves and do as Jesus did to let them know that he loved them. He let them know that he loved them. He was not, even though he was the Son of God, even though he was God in the flesh, he showed them love as a servant. He said, I'm among you, but I'm the one who serves. Are you serving? And who are you serving? What are you doing it for? Why are you doing it? Or it's for you to make a name for yourself? Because you want to be great time. If God, whatever God has for you, it is for you. And nobody can't get it, can't nobody stop it. I had to tell somebody that a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, you can't stop nothing God has for me. That ain't going to happen. You know what I said? No weapons. I said haters in the building. You know what I said? <laughs> hey, because I know who I am. You got to know who you are in God. Because people are come to try to push you down. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. Ain't going to happen. Don't allow them to do it. Know who you are in God, and you continue to serve. I don't care if they call you holy. Let them call you a holy roller. Who cares? You serve God, and you continue to serve him. Because he said the ones that are great are the ones who are like him, who serve. We got to learn how to serve. We got to serve God, and we got to serve others. If we want to be great, in the kingdom, we got to be great. He said, now, I ain't so in the world. Because in the world, they're doing everything in the church house. They, when I say everything, they're doing everything in the church house. They're doing everything in the church house. We are to serve God and to serve him only. No other gods, no money, no people, no houses, no cars, no jewelry. We got to serve the living God. We got to get it right. We got to serve him. And we got to obey him. And when we serve God, we are serving his church. See, like if I'm not if I'm not doing the work, that's why Jesus told me, you know, I'm going about doing the work. I'm going about doing the work of your father, Abba, the father. Are, you, are, y'all, are y'all doing the work of Abba, the father? Is it your will or his will? Now I heard one powerful woman of God say 
can't have no will of your own. Your will must be the will of God if you're going to serve in the kingdom. Your will, you cannot have a will of your own. Your will must be the will of God. If I'm going to serve in the kingdom of the living God, I cannot serve in my own will. I got to serve in his will. So we need to ask God. We need to pray, ask God, let me serve you and let me have your will. Let your will be done in my life, not mine. Knowing that he's able to do all things but family. We need to serve the living God. Serve him. And all of the women, all over these years, women have served the church. In the day of Jesus, women served the church. In the day of Jesus, the women ministered unto Jesus. And today, in this day, in this time, in this season, women are still serving the church. They are serving on every level in the church. They are serving God. Every level, women are serving the church all over the world. If it wasn't for the women, where would the church house be? Because it's, it's women, it's mothers, it's daughters, the little girls, they're serving in the church. I thank God for women. Because women have kept the church going all these years. They were serving as servants when they couldn't preach. They were serving as servants when people pushed them back and said, you're a woman, you can't preach. They were serving. They kept the doors of the church open. Serving God as servants. And that's all they were seen as, too. They weren't seeing nothing more than nothing else. Women have kept the church of God alive. But this very day, women have served the church on every level. You can look all around the world and you'll see it. You'll see women. You'll see women from the smallest church to a mega church. You'll see women. And even still today, women are still being pushed back. But yet they still serve. Isn't that something? Now, that's the servantship. That's a servant that is able to serve even when they say you can't preach, even when they say you can't do anything in the church. Even when they're pushed back, women still serve in the church. If, 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 the, if the doors of the church wouldn't be open, if it wasn't for women's servants, if it had not been for the women serving in the church, it's women serving. Serving in the church. Thank God for women. That song right, I had it right. What would the world be? life without a woman or a girl because the women have kept the church. Don't get mad with me. The truth is the truth. Look at your church. Look at your ministry. Who all in your ministry? Women. Women are serving. Come on, y'all. We got to get it right. We got to get it right. God God didn't just choose a man to serve. He chose women to serve. Women are just not there just to serve the men. They're there to serve God. Just like every every man is to serve God. Now I got to tell you the truth. I can't water it down for you. I can't help it. You get mad, we get mad. And elder said, get mad. Cause I gotta teach, I gotta teach you the truth, so we can get it right. And it is the truth. That's why Jesus said, "I am among you, who serve. Who is serving? Women are serving. Men are serving. Now I'm not saying the men are serving. 
But they ain't pushing men back. They're pushing women back. And it's better now than it's ever been when it comes to women in the church. But we just thank God for all the women that serve. We thank God for all the men that serve. That, that serve with a true heart. No, we got to have a whole heart when it comes to serving God. We got to serve God. Got to be a servant. So some of this stuff we got is religious. And it was seed planted years ago. And I know because I used to have that same thing too. I used to think women couldn't serve in the church either. But they told that's what they they told us. That was a seed that was planted. But it is not a true, it's not in the word of God. It's just not in the word of God. We all are called to serve in some capacity in the church because we want to please God. We want to hear God say, well done, my good and faithful servant. We got to get it right. We got to serve God, and we got to serve. If we want to be great in his kingdom, we got to serve. We got to humble ourselves and serve. We got to walk in humility. We gotta walk in compassion and we gotta walk in love. If we're gonna serve and be a servant as Jesus was, he served and he served the uh God with all his heart. You know, we gotta serve God with all our heart, mind and soul. We gotta serve God. We got to serve him and we got to serve him. As Jesus served, and let us always serve him with an excellent, in an excellent way, and serve him with integrity. And don't look for somebody to always pat you on the back because they're not going to do it. Don't always look for an amen. You're not going to do the work because nobody say amen. You tell a powerful man of God said this, if you're preaching the word and nobody say amen, you ain't going to preach. As apostle said, you better come with your amen. Come with it. Because everybody, yeah, some of them get out there in the audience. I'd have been in some churches like that where they'll sit up there with their hand crossed and not say one word. What you going to do? You're not going to do the work because ain't nobody saying amen? Who are we trying to serve? Are we serving God or are we serving the world? Because they will do it. I don't see them do it in churches. I don't see. I don't see them do it. I told y'all, going to see me do a lot of church. Look why you see me over here. Why you see me in church? He said, I want you to see what is and what ain't. So I done been there all kind. I done been in churches filled with witches and warlocks. I've been in churches where the the antichrist spirit just roaming, roaming, roaming. I've been in some places. I said, Ooh, ooh, this house is so out of order. Ooh, I've been in there. Okay, ain't no. <laughs> Some of these church houses got Jesus on the building, but Jesus ain't in the building. And people will never get delivered because his spirit ain't in the building. How are we going to serve it? How are the people going to get delivered? I guess you better help me. How are they going to get delivered if Jesus' spirit is not in the building? You got to have the spirit of Jesus to serve. If the people going to get healed and delivered, you got to have the anointing. It's going to cost you. It's going to cost you something. <laughs> it's going to cost you something. It's going to cost you something to humble yourself. It's going to cost you something to serve him. It's going to cost you something because it costs him something. If you ain't willing to pay the price, then there ain't no anointing. But you got to be willing to pay the price. And it's going to cost you something to serve. It's going to cost you to be great in the kingdom of God. It don't come free. Ain't nothing, it ain't nothing free in this world. They tell you that it's free, but it ain't free. It costs somebody something. We need to get it right. When we serve him, we got to be as a servant. A minister, we just serve. That's why I told her, I said, damn me as a minister. <laughs> and they talked about that, too, but talk about it all you want to, because I don't care. I ain't living for you, I'm living for Jesus. <laughs> so you know what the word tells us? With good will doing service, 
as to the Lord and not unto me. So when we are doing the work and we are serving, remember that whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing, you're doing it unto the Lord. Whether it's right or whether it's wrong, you're doing it unto the Lord. You're not doing it unto me. You're doing it unto the Lord. So if you pickpocket in the church, you're doing it unto the Lord. If you mistreat God's people, you're doing it unto the Lord. If you're not serving them and trying to harm them in any form, whether you're speaking it or praying it or chanting it or whatever you're doing, you're doing it unto the Lord. You're not doing it unto them. You're doing it unto God. we got to get it right. It's not about us when we do the work of ministry. It's about the Son of God. The Bible right here, the B-I-B-L-E, it's about him. But we can claim anything in this because of him and what he did as being a servant among us. We can claim this. But this Bible is all about the man named Jesus got to get it right. You got to get it right. You know, it's not a, for me. I don't judge anybody. I ain't trying to judge you. We have to look at our own self in the mirror and see what our heart is reflecting, reflecting of us. Let's look in the mirror at our own self and see are we really truly serving the living God. What's inside of our heart? What's in us? Whatever we're doing is found in us. It's in us. It's found in me. I am who I am because of what's in me. We got to get it right. I want to serve God. I'm going to serve him if I have no nickel nor dime. See, some of us don't want to serve God. And we ain't got no money. We don't want to serve God if we ain't going to a, we got to be in a big place. We can't serve God for two or three people. He's, we can't serve him because we're so busy trying to build these bigger churches. We're so busy trying to build our name. We're so busy trying to make money. We're just so busy that we can't even be a servant. We can't even serve. As God has told us to serve, we're not doing none of that because we're too caught up in ourselves. We can't be caught up in our own self. We need to check ourselves to make sure that we're doing the work and stop looking down on other people, talking about them on the slack. <laughs> Ain't nothing hidden under God. He sees our hands. And he hears what we say, just like Satan does. We got to get it right. And serving God, and when we serve God, make sure that whatever you get an invite, don't go over the heads of your leaders. Because if you got a true leader, a true leader make other leaders. As Jesus trained the disciples and he made them into who they were called to be, he made them leaders. There's something wrong if you're a leader you ain't making no leaders. You ain't making no disciples. Something wrong with that. You're supposed to make people to lead, to do the work of Christ, not just wait on you hand and foot. Help Jesus, help Jesus, help a lot of they get mad. But you know what? I got to tell you the truth. I can't water it down for you because it is the truth. If we're going to serve the Lord, we got to serve in a decent and in order. He's not a God of disorder, nor is he a God of confusion. We got to get it right. We got to serve the Lord with all of our heart, soul, mind, and spirit. We got to serve the Lord. And we got to serve him in the kingdom as a servant, serving all people, 
Jesus came for all. When he laid down his life, he came for all people. We all are sinners. He came for all. He came to serve. And he paid the ultimate sacrifice for our life that we might have eternal life. We got to serve without expecting somebody or something in return, because some of us do. We got to learn to meet the needs of God's people. You know, some some of these churches, and I'm not down on them, but I'm just saying, you, you, there's no way in the world that you have that many people in your church. You don't know them all. Are you praying for them? I mean, you know, I thank God for our ministry because I know my leader pray for me. I know that they'll call me. Whenever they pick up something, they'll call me and let talk to me. They'll call to see what's going on with me. If they ain't heard from me, they're going to call me and talk to me. So I can't say that about everybody, but I can say that about them too. I love them too. <laughs> I love them too, people. I love y'all. But I want y'all to know, that's the kind of ministry that you got to be on the the leaders that are serving the people. And so if you're under a ministry and you're not receiving healing and deliverance as it was in Jesus', Jesus ministry, you going in the same way and coming out the same way, something wrong with that. Now, when I came to that ministry, I was in a mess. When I came to this ministry, I was in a mess. I knew nothing about ministry. I, I didn't know anything about ministry, and God hadn't called me into ministry. And I had so many people, be real with y'all, I had people fight me from the left and the right, from the north and the south. They will fight me, and they still fight me today, and I keep on going every day, trying to tell me who I am. And God, you tell me who I am, and God. Listen <laughs> out. Hey, Dwight, glory be to God. I want you to know, even today, people will tell you that God has not called you. And I heard it. I don't heard it so many times. They'll say, oh, you ain't been in the fire. I tell God, or I say, oh, I said, Lord, did you hear what they said to me? <laughs> Ooh, I'll tell you now. I've been through some stuff. That's why I will say unto you, to serve God, you're going to have to be humble. You're going to have to be real humble. Because people will come at you every day if you're truly doing the work of Jesus' ministry. They're not going to bother if you're doing anything else. But if you are doing the true work of his ministry as a servant and doing the work, regardless of what people say, whether you got tithes or offer coming in your ministry, you still doing the work of God? You still believe in God? You still walking by faith? You still doing the work of God? They're going to come at you. They're going to come at you. Don't worry about who don't believe in who you are in God. Don't worry about it because they're going to come. I'm going to tell you, they're going to call. They don't believe the day that God called me, but it did call me. But the Bible tells us in Matthew 23 and 11, but he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. It says, but he or she that is greater among you shall be your servant. We must be humble, and we must be a servant. Mark 9 and 35 says, Whosoever wants to be first must take last place and be the servant of everyone else. Mark 9, 35, I'm repeat it again. And Jesus said it was in the red. Whosoever wants to be first must take last place and be the servant of everyone else. You must be a servant to everyone else. You got to be last. We got to love him. We got to serve him. We got to obey him and his will for our lives. We must be faithful servants who serve and serve among the people of God and in the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name, it is so. So we just pray right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We pray for those, oh God, who kind of got upset there a little bit about the, the word of God, but it's not my word. It is your word. 
We pray that they will receive the word and hide it in their heart that they won't sin against it. Oh, God, we pray right now that you will give them confirmation of this message from the Lord, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. As we release this word through the airways, oh, God, we ask you to cover it, oh, Father, in the name of Jesus. And we release the fire of God to go before it right now in the name of Jesus. We cover it under the blood of Jesus right now, God, in the name of Jesus. We come against every spirit of retaliation, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. We come against every spirit that comes to snatch the word, O oh God, from those who have heard the word, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We come against it by the fire of God, and we plead the fire of God against it right now. We say, fire, 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 move right now, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit. We call those things that be not as though they were in the name of Jesus. It is so, and it is done in Jesus' mighty name. At this time, we got to Give the invitation to Christ. If you don't know Jesus, if you're if you're looking for that that healing, that deliverance, it's in Him that thou shall be delivered. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day that you want to come and give your life to Christ. I want to invite you to come. I'm going to invite you to become a part of these ministries without wild, pathetic corner, voice of truth. They come by hearing, come by hearing, ministry, and all the ministries, one, one word from the Lord, all these ministries, and then all of the ministries all around the world. If you pray to God, God will show you the ministries that are serving his people. We're believing God to do it. If you are not saved, if you are not a church goer and you know who you are, if you have backslidden in the world, just say this prayer, Lord, I am a sinner in need of Savior. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I believe that you live, died, and rose again just for me. Help me on this journey. Come into my life and be my Lord and Savior. I repent with a godless soul. I believe that you lived, that you died, and you rose again just for me. I confess my sins with my mouth that I might be saved. And if you said that prayer, you honestly do repent. We believe that you are saved. I want to encourage you to hit me up on Facebook. You can message me um, there. Um, you can DM me right there on um, Facebook, amen, and I will get back to you. Leave a contact number. You can contact Prophetess Martha there on Facebook, Prophetess Martha, Martha William, Pastor Joseph Wild, Prophet, Prophet Yvonne Wild. I think she has Yvonne Wild. You can contact any of us there. You can contact any of the other um, ministers as well there on Facebook, and we will tell you how to get contact with them because we want to discipleship you. We want you to receive everything that God, Jesus, died upon the cross for you to have. And we want your life to change. God has a plan for your life, and that's to do you good. And if you come under this ministry, they and we will discipleship you as Jesus did his disciples and get you ready for what God is calling you to do. Some of us are going through some things because there's anointing in our, on our life and we keep running. And so we got to get it right. And the time to come now to get connected to some ministry. There are ministries all around the world that are of God. So you pray and you ask God what ministry, because I had to do the same. And I had to ask God who was going to help me in ministry, and he gave me without walls worldwide ministry. So I have been under this ministry. So I want to encourage you to come. I want to encourage you not to do ministry on your own. But get up under some true servants of God who are willing to serve, those that are willing to clean you up, those that are willing to speak the truth. See, I had to speak the truth today, and I know a lot of people got mad mad about it because I picked it up. But that's okay because you need to hear the truth. And once you heard the truth, now you're responsible for the truth that you heard. So we just thank God for all of you 
You inbox me. You can DM me there on Facebook. Direct message me there on Facebook. You can inbox any of us, and we will tell you how to do that. Amen. Because we want you to get it right. We are here to serve, and we serve just like any other church or any building. A matter of fact, Jesus' ministry was outside of the building. Jesus was serving. That Bible said he went to uh, city to city, and he did that walking outside of the building, doing the work. Now, ain't nothing wrong with the building. We ain't bashing no building. I'm just telling you the truth. So he was serving outside of the building. He, he was going to those that needed the healing and deliverance and all of that. And we touching the world with the gospel, and that's what we're supposed to do. And so we want to encourage you to come and be a part of this ministry. And we want you to do it because I tell you, we have, I have some great leaders, and I do love them very much. And I, I like I said, I, I would not be where I am today without them, and I thank God for them. So I want to encourage you to come if you need a leader um, if you're called to ministry, you feel that you're called to ministry, and you don't know what direction to go, I want you to hit them up or hit me up, and we will get you to them. Amen. If, you, um, if you're trying to do ministry or you're trying to serve people out there by yourself, everybody needs a leader. You need a leadership. You need a covering. Amen. So we want to encourage you to come apart of what God is doing with these ministry. If you need a leader, a coach, marriage counseling, financial counseling, whatever you need, apostle and pastor can do it. They've been in ministry for many of years and been married for many of years. So they can help you with that. Amen. You just hit them up there. Pastor Joseph, why we calling all men? Come on, men. We need you. We need you. We need you. We need you. You can hit Pastor Joseph Ryle up there on Facebook. And it's Pastor Joseph Ryle. Amen. You can uh, inbox him there, and they will get back with you. Amen. To God be all of the glory. If we want to be great, we got to serve. Amen. If we want to be great. We're going to have to serve. We're going to have to be a servant among the people, amen, to God be all of the glory. For the BOT announcement, again, we thank all of you for tuning in to our 11th anniversary service today, and we give God all the glory. We thank God for you being here with us today. We do hope and pray that you tune in to Pathetic Corner. was on the air live from 5 to 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Pathetic Corner. Pathetic Corner Ministry, Prophetess Martha Williams. Voice of Truth is on the air from 6.30 to 7.30 every Sunday. On Tuesday night, we have one word from the Lord with my leaders, Apostle Prophet Yvonne Ryan and Pastor Joseph Ryan. They're on the air at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Then on Wednesday, we have Faith Come by Hearing Minutes with their host, L.D. Daniel Bertha Askews at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so we also want to encourage you to become a partner for an offering of $25 or more. If you would like to do that, you can hit any of us up here on Facebook and let us know, and we will get that process started. If you have received the word you got healing and deliverance. We, we want to encourage you to sow a tithe at our offering in this minute. Wherever you receive that word, and you need to sow that tide in our offering. We want to encourage you to make these ministries your church home. If you have not personally not able to hard reflection or I found it in me, we want to encourage you to do that. You can do that at Amazon.com for two ninety nine. Amen. To God be all of the glory. We want to thank you again for being a part of the service. And we thank God for each and every one of you. You can follow me there on Facebook or any of my social media pages. And we want to uh, thank you again for being with us today. And all of the new people that were here with us today, we just thank God for you. We thank and we pray that you will come back next week and be with us at the same time here on Block Talk Radio. Now for our benediction, now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, I say you be glory and magic, dominion and power both now and forever. Amen. Have a blessed week in the name of the Lord. Be safe. Meet us here next week at the same place, at the same time, here on Block Talk Radio. 
Know that God loves you. Continue to serve and do the work of ministry. Serve others. Know that God loves you, and we love you too here at Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministries. <laughs>